Sitting down to write this feels surreal. A publisher wants me to write a book? I've never been so flattered and terrified at the same time. And this is coming from someone who was asked to dress as Cinderella and dance the waltz on live TV in front of millions of people. That experience had nothing on the experience of putting my life down on paper for anyone to read. I've always loved writing and can remember several times being the kid whose paper was picked to be read aloud, which did wonders for my cool points in school. I have often used writing as an outlet after heartbreak, putting my thoughts and feelings down in those have-to-remember-this-life moments. But the thought of other people reading your deepest thoughts creates a lot of pressure. That said, I'm grateful you're here, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this, so sweet, I love you for life, thank you, then you know a little bit about me already. If you don't know much about me, I'd say I'm a determined, ambitious dreamer who leads with their heart. I'm also a realtor, a soap actor, and one of the stars of Selling Sunset, the Netflix show about luxury realtors in Los Angeles. A lot has been written about my life over the years, and many times it's coming from anonymous sources. But everything you're hearing today in this audiobook is coming straight from one source, me. You may have seen me on top of the world and also knocked on my ass more than once. I don't claim to have the key to success, but I can tell you what's worked for me. Life so far has been filled with struggle and adversity, triumphs and victories. I haven't figured out how to stay on top, but I have figured out how to get back there after a fall or two. I've learned to be down, but not out. Throughout the years, I've found ways to be mentally strong so I can get up, dress up, and show up in those pivotal moments where it's all too tempting to want to melt into the ground and disappear. I'm obviously still a work in progress. And just like any great construction project, sometimes you have to knock down a few walls to let in the light. Every remodel begins with a mess, and I'm certainly no exception. When I look at my life now, I'm surrounded by mansions, millionaires, celebrities, and red carpets. A far cry from where it all began. The farthest cry. How far can a cry actually go? Okay, you get the point. But sometimes... People see my dresses, stiletto heels, and carefully applied lashes and assume I'd be as out of place roughing it as Sex in the City's Manhattan-loving Carrie Bradshaw every time Aiden took her to his cabin in the woods. I used to secretly enjoy it when people in Los Angeles and New York mistook me for a high-maintenance girl who wouldn't last five minutes on a camping trip. If they only knew. But the fact that they didn't meant I had successfully blended into my new city life, and my dirty little secret was still safe. When people mistook me for a carry, I'd contemplate confessing that I actually missed a whole year of middle school due to our house burning down, forcing us to live in a tent, hopping from campsite to campsite. Sure, it was tempting to shock them with tips for finding the best spot to put up your tent. Soft ground, but not wet. Higher is better or washing your hair in a river or lake. Downstream is God's water pressure, not to mention that you might forget about your chigger and mosquito bites for a short, heavenly reprieve. But instead of correcting people, I almost felt victorious that I had fooled them into thinking I actually belonged to the life I was living. One that entailed going to 
red carpet events with grand titles like galas and premieres and living out my dream of becoming the most glamorous thing I could think of as a kid, a soap star. Even though I feel like I successfully manifested this life, and by manifested I mean hustled my ass off, in no way did it come easy. I remember having to work to keep a straight face when asked if I competed in beauty pageants growing up in the South. Me, the awkward brown-haired girl with the mustache and the rogue tooth, the one who worked at Dairy Queen in high school and dreamed of one day being on a billboard or in a magazine despite those beauty roadblocks. And despite how people may perceive me, in many ways I'm still the scrappy kid born in Chaffee, Missouri, whose hospital I was born in isn't even there anymore. If you've never heard of the town, you're not alone. 